Good morning. This is Tommy Ray, and we're in episode 77 of Water Rights, Laws, Guns, and Money. Today is June 17, 2023. I hate that we are focusing on Arizona, but a recent article by the New York Times, which was published in the Denver Post this past week, actually June 12th, showed that Arizona is desperate and still stupid. What are they doing? They could simply save their fresh groundwater sources by clamping down on unlimited groundwater pumping to grow cattle feed. There are other ways and other places to grow cattle feed. At present, I am enamored with growing cattle fodder in hydroponic boxes. One containerized box of cattle fodder can replace 30 acres of alfalfa and save over 95% of the water used to grow alfalfa. I know this will be a cultural shift in farming and cattle raising, but it has to come. Otherwise, Arizona is going to run out of water. I keep telling people Arizona is running a Ponzi scheme with its water. It keeps encouraging people to come on down. The smart ones will take the equity in their homes and businesses and leave Arizona. The Johnny-come-latelys will be stuck with properties that have no water. What good will they be then? But let's hear the latest scheme to bring water to Arizona. Most of this is a direct quote from the New York Times article with snide remarks thrown in by me. Someone must be questioning these schemes. So here we go. As the state's two major sources of water, groundwater in the Colorado River, dwindle from drought, climate change, and overuse, officials are considering a hydrological Hail Mary, the construction of a plant in Mexico to suck salt out of seawater, then pipe that water hundreds of miles, much of it uphill to Phoenix. Gosh, my geography lessons taught me that Arizona is not close to any ocean, but that apparently is not stopping the dreamers and schemers. The idea of building a desalination plant in Mexico has been discussed in Arizona for years, but now a $5 billion project proposed by an Israeli company is under serious consideration. An indication of how worries about water shortages are rattling policymakers in Arizona and across the American West. Five billion for another government project. And we all know what those initial estimates are. Low, low. What could be the final price tag? Fifteen billion? Your guess is as good as mine. 
On June 1, the state announced that the Phoenix area, the fastest growing region in the country, doesn't have enough groundwater to support all the future housing that has been approved. Cities and developers that want to build projects beyond what has been allowed would have to find new sources of water. Wow, where are they going to find new sources of water? State officials are considering whether to set aside an initial $750 million toward the cost of the desalinization project, although Governor Katie Hobbs, a Democrat, has yet to endorse it. Desal in Mexico is a highly likely outcome for Arizona, said Chuck Podolak, the state official in charge of finding new sources of water. Last year, lawmakers agreed to give his agency, the Water Infrastructure Finance Authority of Arizona, $1 billion toward that mission. He said, whatever water project gets built will seem crazy and ambitious until it's complete. And that's our history in Arizona. Well, I'm on the bandwagon of seeming crazy and ambitious and costly. Desalination plants are common in coastal states such as California, Texas, and Florida, and in more than 100 other countries. Israel gets more than 60% of its drinking water from the Mediterranean. The Arizona project would be unusual because of the fact that the state is landlocked. The water would have to travel some 200 miles, climbing more than 2,000 feet along the way to reach Phoenix. Folks, it takes a lot of power to pump water uphill. Water is heavy. We live in a world with gravity, said Megan Mauter, an associate professor of civil and environmental engineering at Stanford University and an expert on desalinization. The minute you have to move water around, you have huge fixed costs. The plant would allow Arizona to continue growing, but at a high cost. And it's going to have huge environmental cost. It would flood the northern Gulf of California with waste brine, threatening one of Mexico's most productive fisheries. It would carve a freeway-sized corridor through a U.S. national monument and UNESCO site established to protect a fragile desert ecosystem. And the water it provided would cost about 10 times more than water from the Colorado River. In a sense, Arizona has been here before. The state owes its boom to superhuman-scale water projects, culminating in the 336-mile, $4 billion aqueduct 
that diverts Colorado River water to Phoenix and Tucson. IDE Technologies, the Israeli company behind the new desalination proposal, has seized on that legacy, calling its project an infinite and unlimited reverse Colorado. That message has found an audience. Who can possibly be in that audience? According to IDE, even before the announcement of a groundwater shortage, representatives from Phoenix and a half dozen cities around it met with the company to learn about the project. Environmentalists contend that instead of importing water from another country, the state should protect its limited supplies by having fewer lawns, fewer swimming pools, and maybe fewer houses. And, I would add, fewer acres devoted to cattle feed. What Arizona really needs to do is implement stronger water conservation, said Mache Lozano, who until recently was Arizona program manager for the National Parks Conservation Association. The pipeline is such a big, dumb idea. Ha! There is at least one person with common sense in Arizona. The proposed source of Arizona's salvation is Puerto Penasco, a city of 60,000, an hour south of the border. From the ocean, the city is a ribbon of luxury villas and high-rise condos, fronted by soft beaches unfurling into turquoise water. Tourists from Phoenix, who make up the bulk of visitors, call it by its anglicized name, Rocky Point. Its unofficial moniker is Arizona's Beach. But behind the glamour is a city of unpaved roads and low cinder block structures covered in dust and sand blown in from the desert around it. A third of the population lives in poverty. Among its other problems, Puerto Penasco cannot provide enough potable water for its own residents. The city is a nightmare version of Arizona's own future. Lacking surface water, it relies on underground aquifers whose supply has dwindled as the population has grown. When tourism swells in summer, water pressure in the pipes drops. Residents must rely on whatever they've managed to store in cisterns. The Israeli company has said it would provide Puerto Penasco with some potable water as part of its proposal, although not how much or at what price. The head of the local provider, Hector Acosta Felix, said some sort of desalination project is vital for Puerto Penasco's future. But one part of the plan poses a challenge. What to do with waste? Desalinization 
works by vacuuming up huge volumes of ocean water, then pushing it at high pressure through a series of membranes to filter out salt. Every 100 gallons of seawater produces about 50 gallons of potable water and another 50 gallons of brine that has a salt content that is roughly twice as high as seawater. IDE would release that brine into the sea. On the open ocean, waste brine can be dispersed quickly, but because Puerto Penaco is near the northern tip of the Gulf of California, effectively a long and shallow bay, the effects could be concentrated. That could hurt the plankton that forms the base of the food chain, said Nelida Barajos Acosta, head of the environmental group CEDO Intercultural. More than half of fishing in Mexico is harvested from the Gulf of California. The effects on fisheries will be dramatic, Acosta said. The water is going into the U.S., but the environmental impacts stay in Mexico. IDE, one of the world's largest desalinization companies, declined to comment for this story. But in public meetings with Arizona officials in December, company representatives dismissed concerns. Dismissed concerns? More of come on down and we'll take your money and leave. We want to get in and out before the light bulbs come on for the majority of Arizonans. The company asked Arizona to sign a 100-year contract to buy water from the desalinization project. In return, IDE said it would find private financing to cover the estimated $5 billion initial cost of building the desalinization plant and pipeline. The company has been working with Goldman Sachs to arrange that financing. Goldman Sachs did not respond to a request for comment. I question if IDE has truly been working with Goldman Sachs. Yes, they may have talked to Goldman Sachs, but surely not beyond the initial talking stage. Erez Hoter Ishe, IDE's project manager, said the discharge of Brian wouldn't harm ocean life and suggested it might even be beneficial. We see in other desal facilities that life is flourishing next to it, he told lawmakers. So, Is he going to ask the area around Puerto Penasco to be the guinea pig? If it creates a big problem, who's going to fix it? Not IDE. They will be long gone. It's unclear whether Mexican officials would support the plan. The governor of Sonora, Alfonso Durazo, has said he opposes it. But the national government has jurisdiction over water in Mexico, and President Andres Manuel López Obrador 
was quoted in January saying he was open to the idea. Durazo's office did not respond to a request for comment. Lopez Obrador's office referred questions to the National Water Commission, which did not respond. Between Puerto Penasco and Phoenix sits one of the most ecologically fragile places in Arizona, Argon Pipe Cactus National Monument. A riot of velvet mesquites, teddy bear chola, and red-flowered-tipped ocotillo, teeming with roadrunners and rattlesnakes and giant-eared jackrabbits, spilling across 500 square miles at the state's southern edge like an overstuffed, psychedelic fever dream. UNESCO has declared the monument, along with a national park on Mexico's side of the border, a biosphere reserve, a distinction bestowed almost nowhere else in the southwest United States. The pipeline would cut through the middle of it. And not just the pipeline. Desalination plants require a tremendous amount of energy. To power the plant, IDE would build one of America's largest solar farms near Phoenix, plus a transmission line to move that power to Mexico. That line would need a 150-foot-wide right-of-way corridor, a project consultant told officials in December. The water pipeline would require a 175-foot corridor. Solar farms. Now that's something Arizona should be supporting. The U.S. Bureau of Land Management is reviewing an application from IDE to construct those lands through the park. I can't believe it's gotten that far. We're bypassing the wilderness area, Hoder Ishay told lawmakers. He did not explain what that meant or how it would be accomplished. In addition to its ecological value, the land has spiritual significance for the Tohono O'odham Nation, whose people have lived there for thousands of years before being displaced to a reservation east of the park. If I'm a big-time investor, am I going to put my money into this scheme? Hurdle after hurdle. Problems on top of problems. Even I can figure out not to do this project. I would support importing water from the Mississippi before this crazy scheme. On a recent morning, Lorraine Eiler, a tribal representative, wandered an area of the park where her ancestors had lived. Endangered mud turtles and pupfish drifted through a spring-fed pond. The branches of wolfberry shrubs sagged with orange-red fruit the size of jelly beans. Saguaro cactuses rose overhead, their stubby arms thrust upward like startled giants. Eiler said the Oodum believed that each saguaro embodies a human spirit. The pipeline would require ripping out countless saguaros. When you knock one down, it's like knocking you down, she said. 
She was joined among the Saguaros by Lozano, who was more blunt. A private foreign company coming in and doing a binational pipeline through two UNESCO biosphere reserves with endangered species everywhere just doesn't seem like a great idea, Lozano said. That's just me. Yes, and about any other person with three brain cells working. Ninety miles north of Organ Pipe, land was being ready for construction in Buckeye, an outer suburb of Phoenix. Since 2010, that city's population has doubled to more than 100,000. Officials say it could reach one million. Those residents will need water, and Buckeye's options are dwindling. In January, Arizona's water department said there wasn't enough groundwater beneath Buckeye to support new homes beyond the construction that has been approved. IDE's pipeline, which would run past the city, is fundamentally an offer to keep places such as Buckeye viable. Terry Lowe, the city's water resources director, said the cost of that water was probably too high for now. But as Buckeye keeps growing, he expects that could change. The deal with water in Arizona is not how much water there is, Lowe said. It's how much do we want to pay for it. Well, isn't that the deal with anything? There's always a cost. Why don't they look at the billions of gallons of water that agriculture consumes and start looking at hydroponics or other ways to grow or import human foods? And cattle foods in Arizona should be outlawed now. Arizona is Buckeye writ large. Since the mega drought began in 2000, Arizona's population has jumped about 50% and shows no sign of stopping. So far, IDE's proposal is the only formal offer submitted to the state agency trying to secure more water. Although no decision has been made and Podolak says he wants other proposals, he said some version of the plan probably will happen eventually. Whew. I have to think up something to sell to Arizona. They're grasping at straws. Sorry, but I'm just telling it like it is. Again, the only solution I see for Arizona is to rid itself of so dang many alfalfa fields. State officials, start working on that. Five billion or ten billion could buy out a lot of farms. Retrain those farm workers to provide good, clean solar energy. I apologize for not providing much original material, but this sort of nonsense needs to be stopped before it starts. And speaking of stopping, I'm going to stop throwing darts for a while. In the interim, in order to regain my sanity, 
I'm going to go to my favorite mountain stream and relax. Come join me, if only for a short while. See you next time.